the beginning, God lived up in the In Egypt, the Israelites dreamed of freedom. In the wilderness, the people dreamed of safety. In, Jer in Jerusalem, the people dreamed of a Messiah. In Bethlehem, the shepherds and wise men dreamed of a new beginning. Then, several years later, Jesus walked this earth and dreams came true. The sick were healed, the poor had food. The forgotten and ignored were seen, the children were welcomed. Everyone was invited to the table, and the world has never been the same. So tonight, we are those who dream. Tonight, we dream the same dreams of our ancestors before us. Tonight, we dream of justice and mercy, of love and kindness, of peace and hope. Tonight, we dream of a God that draws near to us out of unfailing love.
And until then, we will be those who dream. This year, we dreamed for world peace. We dreamed of love that lasts and suffering that passes. We dreamed because to dream is to be, to believe. So make room in your being to dream yet again. For it is almost Christmas. May we dream to see and hope to believe. Let us worship holy God. and forgiveness. Ever-present God, from time to time, we dream radical dreams. We dream of freedom from the imprisonment to the hungry and equality for all. We dream bold, radical dreams 
until the world tells us that these dreams are impossible. And when that happens, we are tempted to tuck our dreams into coat pockets and let them collect dust on the shelves of our hearts. Forgive us for giving up so easily. Forgive us for giving up so easily. For on this night, we remember and celebrate a radical dream that you dwelled among us. Give us the courage to dust off old dreams off the shelf with the confidence that with you, the impossible is possible. With you, a light always shines in the darkness. With you, even an unwed teenage couple and a band of shepherds can bring joy to the world. Thanks be to God for a dream like that. Amen. Holy God, if we listen closely, we can almost hear the angels sing. If we listen closely, we can almost hear the bleat of sheep following shepherds and the hooves of confused barn animals. If we listen closely, we can almost hear the innkeeper say, no room. If we listen closely, we can almost hear the star whisper, follow me. If we listen closely, God, we can almost hear you. So as we turn to your word, holy writer, don't let us miss a thing. The smell of the hay, the cool of the air, the way Mary cherished this wild dream in her heart. We want to hear it all. We don't want to miss a thing. So today we pray, can you help us listen closely? Amen. First scripture reading comes from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us, authority rests on his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice 
end with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our gospel reading this evening comes to us from the second chapter of Luke's gospel, reading verses 1 through 20, and I invite you to listen for the word of God. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus 
that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David called Bethlehem, because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child, and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then the angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom God favors. When the angels had left them and gone into Bethlehem, gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Will you join me in prayer? With power and glory come, with power and glory come, Jesus our Lord, Emmanuel, with power and glory come. 
Those who dream. We have spent the month preparing for this very night by considering the dreams, the dreams of prophets and women and ordinary, well, okay, some not so ordinary people. But honestly, folks who are probably not all that different than we are. Those who dream, we learned, keep awake and keep on hoping. Those who dream, prepare the way. We learned that those who dream sow joy. Those who dream, we learned, are not alone. The grand understatement, but this year has been a heck of a challenge to our lives and even to our life of faith. Many of us asked the question. We asked it last March and we've asked it over and over and over again throughout the year. What are we, who are we, if we cannot come together in this beloved place to worship our God? It was a fair question. And unless we were homebound by illness, injury, or circumstance of life, we haven't had to ask that question before. And yet this year, due to circumstances of life, We asked, and we listened, and we wrestled and struggled and worshipped. We remembered the words of the prophets and longed to sing them together. Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of peace. Remember, alto part here. We remembered those words given so long ago, whether we sang them aloud or listened to a recording or heard them for the first time this season when Ray read them tonight and I just sang them. But we heard those words and we remembered the promise of the one to come, the one who has come, and the one who comes again to meet us in the incarnation. We remembered to keep awake, keep on hoping for Emmanuel, God with us. We remembered the words of the Baptist. 
calling far and near for the repentance of sins. We know that it's not an easy task to call out the wrongs of our world and especially the wrongs we know in ourselves. But call it out, we must. Whether it is racism or sexism, classism, as dreamers, and I know iconic use of the word as we talk about things of justice, but as dreamers, we know that the prophets and the call of the Baptist call us to repent and to turn away from our sins, personal ones and the sins of our world. As dreamers in that great dream, we know that there will not be justice and peace for the world. If there is not justice and peace for the world outside my own privilege. The dreams of the Baptist, the one who stood in the River Jordan and called the people to him, the one who stood and baptized our Lord, the one who said, I am not even worthy to tie his sandals. The dream of the Baptist is a dream where the world all knows the justice and peace of God. Where the world knows that God calls us to bring justice and peace to the world, to prepare the way. For that's what dreamers do. They prepare the way and they speak out. We lit the candle of joy, that pink candle in the midst of the wreath. And we remembered Mary's unmitigated yes. The type of yes God longs to hear from any one of us and from our dreams about God's future here in our corner of the world. God desires our yes on behalf of others. And I confess, I saw that this season in the outpouring of gifts, gifts for the angel tree and gifts for the hats and gloves and scarves and mittens. Never have I seen a gathering at a church, large or small, with as many as we had this year. You know, I see that joyful yes. When we go over to the food bank and glean out of the items that have been donated from stores all across the region so that everyone can have a meal. What are the dreams that remain? The dreams that remain in our hearts, our minds, our lives. What are the dreams crying out in the darkness for our joyful yes?
we remembered Mary's journey to Elizabeth, her cousin, and how two of the most unimaginable people, the young and the really old, were both chosen by God for something wondrous, the birth of a child. And in their accepting that call from God, they knew that they would never be alone. We know and we believe that we do not do this life of faith alone. We need one another. We need God. And God needs us. And will never, ever leave us alone. Tonight's text from Luke, familiar words, for we hear them every year. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus, Emperor Augustus, that all the world should be registered, all the world should be enrolled. And the story unfolds from there. And sitting and listening to it being read, we find our shoulders relaxing, our back and hips just feeling better, and a smile creeping across our face because that story is writ deep in our hearts. That story unfolds, that story of hopes and fears, the hopes and dreams of all the years that are met in the story of God with us, Emmanuel, which unfolds with strange and wonderful things that happen. In these days, In these days, we are far less interested in the small, quiet events of a young woman giving birth. In these days, we do not look for angels, let alone expect that they might stop and have a conversation with us, which changes our lives forever. In these days, we've gotten quite comfortable with our worship and our church and all things about God. But in these days, we are uncomfortable. We are uncomfortable with a pandemic that continues and seems to be rising each and every day. All across, not only our nation, but the world. Kenny Banda just got back from Malawi and sent me a text telling me he was back. But he also shared that the borders now of Malawi have been closed because It seems that folks coming from South Africa to Malawi in the last couple of weeks have brought the virus with them. 
my hometown in Northern California is on an 8 p.m. curfew. There is nothing comfortable about this virus. And there really isn't anything comfortable about the, the vaccine for it as well, because we know we need to have a certain threshold of people who will actually take that vaccine for herd immunity to really be a thing. And we know as well that even once you've taken that vaccine, a mask is still going to be important and washing your hands and all of the things that have made us so uncomfortable this year. And yet friends, it's Christmas Eve. It's Christmas Eve and God says to us, dream dreams and make them come true. God says, you may be uncomfortable now, but there will be a day when your hopes and dreams are fulfilled. There will be a day when you can joyously say and will joyously say yes to the dream that God has planted in your heart or in your neighbor's heart. In these days, we need to dream the dreams God has for us. In these days, we need to open our hearts through the one who came with nothing, nothing but God's own self to bring us hope. In these days, we are like the exiles to whom Isaiah writes, those who are people who walk in darkness. We are people who walked in darkness. And these days, like those exiles, we too have seen a great light a light of hope and dreams, of joy and community. And we can say together, a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests on his shoulders and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. Dear friends in Christ, what dreams does this God bring to us in the newborn babe? Amen.
This night, many among us and many outside of these walls await what's under the Christmas tree or what will be there in the morning. And those are oftentimes rich and wonderful gifts. But the gifts we have to share truly with God and our church community and from there the world are the gifts that are deep in our hearts and our pocketbooks and our checkbooks and our accounts. All that we have and all that we are is indeed a gift to us from God. So put it in the mail, drop it by the church, use the QR code with your smartphone and donate that way. But give, give so that the dreams of the world might be fulfilled.
Let us pray. We come to you tonight with dreams tucked into our pockets, admitting that at times it feels risky to dream. At times it feels risky to ask for too much, to believe in that which we cannot see. So instead, we make wishes on stars and search for luck in clover fields. Instead of sinking into you, we try to control the narrative. However, somewhere rumbling deep in our heart, there is a dream of a better world trapped like a caged bird. Open our eyes to you in our midst. Give us the confidence of Mary to sing into the mystery. Dust your dream for us off the shelves of our hearts until once more we are those who dream. Amen.
In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him and without him, not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light the true light which enlightens everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us. And we have seen his glory, the glory as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. Jesus, Lord, 
Gabriel foretold it, the angels heralded it, the shepherds came to see for themselves, and it is true. God is with us through Jesus Christ, the babe born in Bethlehem and our resurrected Lord. The world will never be the same. We ourselves will never be the same. Go then and tell the world, tell the world your dreams, tell the world God's dreams, tell the world Jesus Christ is born. Alleluia. Amen. Uh -huh. 